0: Today is Tuesday, March 15th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. For our first story today, we of course need to start with the greatest feud of our time, Kanye and Pete Davidson. Kidding. I wish. It would be a lot better for the Ukrainians. At this point, there are 2.8 million refugees who have left Ukraine, and Vladimir Zelensky is warning that it is, quote, just a matter of time before Russia attacks the territory of other NATO members. Zelensky will be addressing Congress virtually tomorrow. Let's see if our lawmakers can resist sending photos into Dumois. Meanwhile, talks between Russia and Ukraine are on hold while Russian forces continue to bombard the country. One important pending military issue right now is the question of whether China will or has fulfilled Russia's recent requests for military equipment and aid, and the fact that these small issues could potentially escalate into something of a proxy war between the U.S. and China in Ukraine. But that's a bigger issue. The White House says that they have communicated to China that the consequences for helping Russia evade the sanctions would be significant, though it is not clear if China has already provided some form of assistance. I like to think that the White House followed up with, it's not a threat, it's a promise. The propaganda war also continues on multiple channels, literally, starting with Fox News. New reporting from Mother Jones magazine claims that they have obtained memos that were produced by the Russian Department of Information and Telecommunications Support. So basically, Kremlin communications, a very important department. The memos are interesting because they encourage Russian media to use as many clips as possible of of all things, Tucker Carlson's show, because his position is aligned with Kremlin interests. One example of this is the recently circulating false story that the United States is financing biochemical labs in Ukraine. The Kremlin wants to spread this story as justification that they are the ones under threat from Ukraine and the U.S., not the other way around. That particular piece of misinformation was pushed not only by Tucker Carlson, but also by Tulsi Gabbard and Chinese media, though Tucker is allegedly the only Western journalist who is named in the documents. Just so you know who the teams are. But just as the Kremlin gains a foothold on American TV, they had a bit of an internal incident yesterday. In Russia, on their state television channel, a major act of protest went down when an employee burst onto the live broadcast of their most watched Monday evening news show. So basically, they're Tucker Carlson. The woman named Marina Avtsiannikova came into the camera frame yelling, quote, stop the war while holding up a sign that said they're lying to you here. She also recorded a video where she said that she is deeply ashamed to have worked to produce Kremlin propaganda. She was detained after the incident, obviously. See, now that is what cancel culture looks like. Let's move on to our next segment, which I'm calling Today in Fucked Up Laws. First, we have Idaho who gets zero points for creativity for following Texas in passing a six-week abortion ban, which could potentially go into law in about 30 days. However, unlike Texas, the Idaho law allows for some exceptions in cases of rape and incest, but requires that the pregnant person have reported their rape or incest to the police and to provide the abortion provider with a police report. How generous. And instead of the Texas law, where they will allow literally any random clown to sue anyone who helps anyone obtain an abortion, this law will limit liability to the doctor and only allows the person receiving the abortion or their family to sue for damages. And for our second state in the segment, we have Ohio, where a new law will take effect in 90 days that will allow anyone over age 21 to carry a concealed weapon and removes requirements for training and background checks. Sounds very safe. Now here's something scandalous. Ginny Thomas, aka the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who nearly ruined Diet Coke for me, admitted in an interview published yesterday that she attended a rally on January 6th near the Capitol. She says that she returned home before noon when Trump started speaking and maintains that she played no role in planning the events of the day, which she has been accused of, and that her husband had nothing to do with it either. You see, the reason that would be interesting or potentially problematic is because Ginny's very own husband is one of the nine people who gets to decide if presidential records from that day should be handed over to the House January 6th committee for examination. I guess overthrowing the government just isn't complete without a little conflict of interest on the side. And finally, fake heiress Anna Sorokin, who wanted everyone to think her name was Anna Delvey, is being deported from the United States back to Germany. So sad, just when she got her own Netflix show. A bad one, but still. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you are enjoying this show, you can now rate it five stars on Spotify or leave me a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Any review you leave means so much to me and to the growth of the show. And if there's an episode that you particularly enjoy and it really makes you laugh, feel free to share it on your Instagram story, tag at Sammy, tag at Up and I will do my best to share them. And as always, if you want to learn more about any of these stories, links to source articles are in the show notes, or you can tune into the Betches Up podcast where we go more in depth on these topics daily. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.